Welcome to the Unstoppable Real Estate Agents Podcast. I'm your host and real estate productivity expert, Kim Hughes. Join me as we focus on real strategies and implement real solutions designed for you to achieve major success in your business and life while getting you organized. Hi everybody, it's Kim and today we are going to talk about all the things that you do in your business and is it time for you to finally get a marketing manager or an assistant business manager whatever you want to call them is it time that you get one so these are some of the things that we hear from agents is that they get up in the morning and it's 5 a.m and they don't stop until midnight you know because of one thing or another they always want to find out you know what is it that they're doing to make sure that they are being productive you can get up at 5 a.m. and go to bed at midnight but what did you accomplish throughout the day that you can feel satisfied at the end of the day right so some of the things that we hear is um, well I have to do everything I, I don't I, I don't have time I don't know how and these are the things that we kind of evaluate when we look at your business so some of the things that you need to think about that you need to move off of your plate and get help with and that whether you have an on-site assistant a virtual assistant a business manager whatever you have utilize their talents you may need more than one person for example if you're a client on my in my company you might have more than one person working with you because of your needs and the talent that my team brings to you so to give you an example I may have if you come to me and say I need help with transaction management my transactions I'm just not very good at it I don't have time for it I forget things I need somebody that can just take it off my plate well we offer that so then you may say to me I need somebody to um, help me with my listings or manage my website help me with social media whatever that is that is going to probably be another person because what i do is i utilize the talents of my team so that they give you their best okay so keep in mind that you may have more than one person um you may have a marketing person you may have a transaction coordinator you may have this in your office and you're just not utilizing the tools um, that they can give you so you might talk to your broker and see what do they offer you what help can they give you and then if they don't or if you're not happy with what they give you um, or you just don't want to share that person which that's common a lot of realtors don't want to share you know the transaction coordinator for the company or the marketing person so they go outside of that to find someone so that they can kind of keep their stuff kind of private right not giving away all their tips and tricks you know basically so here are some things that I want you to think about when you are working throughout the day and if you want to just put in your planner that you know things that you're doing that you really feel somebody else could do it if you had the right person okay first thing you always want to think about is that person and I going to get along so you're looking at personality so always keep that in mind whenever you are looking to bring someone in virtually or on site to see if y'all's personalities match and there's somebody that 
will think outside of the box is is what you want you don't want them just to do oh you told me to do this and this is what I did oh this is what you told me to do and here's how I finished it this is what I did because I took it outside of the box because I found other creative ways to to do things for you to be more productive to be more successful to um, get more exposure do you schedule your own showings you can do that but i always recommend that you probably have a, pro a program in place that does that as well as you don't need to be doing that you should have your assistant look at your google calendar that you're sharing and they can schedule appointments for you so again this is going back to being organized time blocking um, if you get up at five o'clock in the morning what do you do between five and eight do you work out, get your kids ready for school, take your dog for a walk? What is it you're doing in that time frame? That's three hours. So you should be able to get a lot accomplished by eight o'clock. And then from eight o'clock to noon, what are you doing? Do you have um, every Sunday, and I'm kind of getting off track here, but on every Sunday, you've heard this before, and this is something that I implement on a daily basis, is every night I look at my calendar for the next day. Um, I'm constantly working in tomorrow to make sure that I'm organized because as I work through today, I know what I need to do tomorrow. But every Sunday evening, I sit down and map out my whole week. I block out time. If I know that I'm going to go visit my son for the weekend and I need to drive two hours, then I'm going to block out Friday afternoon. I'm, I'm not in the office. Now, I can still make calls because I'm driving. But I'm not going to be texting. I'm not going to be working in my office on projects. So I'm looking at how I can use that time. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not a big person to be on the phone when I'm driving. I'm just not that person. I do make calls, but usually I pull over on the side of the road and make them. And that's what I advise anybody to do. Don't need a distraction. Scheduling your appointments, maybe returning your phone calls. Something so simple. You can have somebody just, you know, check your voicemail, check your emails, and then decide how that is handled. Most of the time, if you have a transaction coordinator, she will take those calls. If you have a marketing coordinator, they can take those calls. They don't have to, but most of the time they can, but you can also get that phone call and you really may not have to call them back. You could send them a text message or an email and eliminate that extra time on the phone with them. So if I need to make a phone call to somebody and I think about it, can I email them and save time for them as well as for me by just sending a text or an email? And then, because sometimes when you get on the phone, you just get to talking, you know, things come up and you just start talking about them. So think of ways that you can return a phone call. Is it your assistant doing it? Or can you do that in an email or in a text message and it be sufficient and respected on the other end? Maintaining your database. If you just saw my recent blog, I have one on your CRM programs. So your CRM program should be where you're going in and you're checking your contacts, what your to-do is, um, who do you need to call. You don't need to be inputting that information, setting up your action plans. You don't need to be doing your campaigns because whoever is managing that for you can do that. But again, I'm going to stress, when you have somebody working on your CRM program, it's a joint effort. It's not something that you can just dump it and walk away from. You have to be engaged with it because people, whoever, I don't care who it is, they do not know your mind and they do not know who these people are, okay? 
So once you get it organized, then they can maintain it for you, but you need to be on the same page when you do that to make sure mistakes don't happen, okay? Then, um, you know, they can t collect feedback, send it to your sellers, send it to you, do that. But here are some, some really, these are little tasks that you could probably give a high school student to do. But what I want you to really focus on is where do you spend a lot of your time? Transactions, always the first thing when I ask an agent, where do you spend the most time per day? On the phone with a transaction, or I'm checking email, or I'm doing you know a home inspection, or I'm making a phone call, setting up something. Let your transaction coordinator do that for you. Okay, you do not need to be doing that. And if you don't have a good transaction checklist, then you need to work that out with your transaction coordinator. You sit down, you write out what she's responsible for. You may do a few things on your own. You may negotiate your own contracts, etc. But at least you know who's handling that for the transaction. So there's no mistakes made, right? And it's going to be a much, much more productive uh, process. Your listings, when you, get a new, when, when you have a listing appointment, you should have in your CRM program a task, an action plan. Um, what happens when you make that appointment? So I always say, I think there's four, maybe five different ways I look at a listing. So when you have a listing appointment, that's the pre-listing process. What do you do to get prepared for that listing? That's one action plan. And you know, is that some, are there tasks in there that your assistant can help you with? Absolutely. It's just, we gotta figure out which ones. Um, and you've got to be able to let go. So let me just, you'll hear me say that several times, let go. Trust that somebody else is gonna do it. They may not do it exactly the way you want it done, but as long as it's professional and it looks great and it's done professionally, that's what matters. Um, I tell people, you know, take your person personality sometimes out of certain tasks because putting a, a person into your CRM system, they don't have to know how you do it. They know how to do it the right way and the way that's going to be the most efficient way for you. Okay. I hope that makes sense. I don't mean to, to not make it sound like assistants don't know what they're doing, but you need to let them be their person, the person that they're contributing to the team on how they do things for you. But when it comes to the listing, so you've got your pre-listing, then you've got the listing, now what do you do? You don't need to do any of the marketing. Um, your assistant can put it into the MLS all the way to under contract. So, you know, she can work with your photographer and schedule that appointment. She can write the content label your photos. If she needs to create a virtual tour, she can do that. Make sure that it syndicates to the right programs. Make sure that your action plan is set up in your CRM program. Making sure your direct marketing pieces go out, your postcards, your flyers, brochure, whatever that is. Making sure it goes on your social media. She can do all of that. She or he can do all of that for you. You do not need to do that. But what you do need to know is the process. Even though you're not doing it, you need to understand what they're doing for you on your behalf. They can send out your seller reports. Um, and you know that's a huge thing in our business, selling out, sending out seller reports because 
that alleviates a lot of phone calls. You may call your clients once a week and you may sit there and say, well, if I have five listings and I'm calling my client, you know, five clients every week and then handling things in between, I don't need to do all that. I need to maybe make one phone call a week. They get the seller report. You have your seller report. You open it up. You go over it. You ask them, do you have any questions? How's the family? Move on. So what you have probably done is taken 30 minutes on each client and reduced that to maybe 10 or 15 because you're getting to the point. You are They already know the answer to their questions. You're just doing the courtesy call of letting them know, I'm thinking about you. Do you have any questions? Is there thing, anything I can help you with? We'll talk to you next week. That should be done, okay? And then once it goes under contract, transaction coordinator, goes under and then after it closes, it goes back to the assistant because now she's gonna implement your past client system, right? And then anything else that has to do that comes up with after the property closes. So these are the things that you do not need to be taking care of. So make a list, like you go through it every day for a week. Make a list of things that you do and then be very detailed. I mean, like when you're at lunch, write it down. If you're an inspection, make notes. If you are, um, you know, waiting for your kids to get out of practice or school, you know, and you're just kind of in a dead zone is what I call about call it is where you're in you're 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 not really productive because you're waiting on something or someone else. This is when you can sit down and kind of jot down what do I do every day and make and and put a D by D for delegate um, and put M. For me you know so you know what you're gonna do you know what you're gonna delegate and you will be shocked at how much time you will save every day every week every month every year by having somebody do it for you but knowing they do it the right way okay we don't want to get you know a, somebody in here that doesn't know how to work a computer and have them do things for you on a computer they need to know the technology so you know make sure you hire the right person to help you and keep in mind you might hire multiple people or if you hire like somebody from my company you'll hire a team thank you so much for tuning in and if you know someone and i bet you do who would appreciate this podcast please share it with them as a reminder this podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by using the subscribe links you can find in the show notes below or over at unstoppablerealestateagents.com. Remember, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. Have a great day.